played the instrumental. Why is my headphone going in now? This is one of them days. This is one of them technical difficulty days. Uh, that was the instrumental I made for the theme song. Uh, your favorite actor, my favorite actor, our, our favorite, favorite actor. actor. Why is this going in and out? Okay, that's a sign we ain't did this podcast in about yeah. two weeks. The podcast lord is over here trying to you know keep us humble. Uh, let me turn this down. But all right, well, you know what all this means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, which I'm call it the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe. Nope, I don't even say that no more. So I'm just going to cut myself <laughs> off. Uh, so you already know what that means. This is just one of them days. Uh, hit his eye. One of them days. Uh, Leo Archibald, um, also known as or not known as Leo the Average. Uh, who else they call me? Man, they call me uh, uh, Nady Hodges. Um, <sighs> you can call me Names Washington. Uh, you can call me Nady Snell Jr. Or you can just call me Nate and Five. Yeah, somehow the Steelers are seven and five as we speak. Now, <laughs> when this podcast gets uh, posted, we might be seven and seven, <laughs> seven <Yeah>. and six, <laughs> eight and five. I don't know, but as I speak, we with no offense on our third string quarterback with our top receiver down, our top running back down. Somehow, six seed in the playoffs. <laughs> Just beat those murderous Browns. Yeah. Um, but man, you can also call me, you know, they got they call me uh Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, uh still Robert Baumain Jr. Um always gonna be Nate Yawine. Yeah. But yeah. this week I am uh Nazen too. Um, what is up with my computer? Why is it saying last Christmas was number two at the box office? Again, we know that's not true. Look at this, <laughs> and the the money symbol is all crazy. Do I got the foreign Rotten Tomatoes up? Is <laughs> the computer glitching? What in the world? <laughs> if this is my is my uh. My location somehow overseas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know. And that okay. one last Christmas better not be number two overseas either. <laughs> that shouldn't be possible. I mean, at least it's number two somewhere. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm just going to have to wing it like Falcon. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> uh, who else I, is? I, uh, Nate's out. Uh, it's a beautiful the day. Closet. You forgot to add the rest of the title. Uh, okay, maybe I should have said Nave's out. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the naderhood. Oh my uh, gosh. Nate and Slim, or Queen and Nate, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Nate and Slim's better because you probably got a guy you like named Slim. No, if me and Slim from 112 would do a little duo <laughs> album, it'd be called Nate and Slim. <laughs> that an interesting combo. Yeah, we'd be bodying that thing to death. But you can also call me uh, the one and only Fitbit ma- uh, Messiah himself. No. Uh, Roly man, it's your boy Joaquin. That's crazy, Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kanye Taylor, Joy Van Zant, Kai Dolla Sign, Kai Glizzy, Gat Boy, Booking Agent K. Which I need to get back out there and try to book some guests. I, I guess I can. If anybody want to be a guest, uh. Hit the comment section. And they ain't coming talk. in. They ain't coming into the studio. No, no, no. They doing the it through the phone. Yeah. Now I got doing the new it through the phone. See, I wish I had this back when we had a, a 
real world on here. <laughs> Christina. <laughs> Wait, no. No, what is her name? That's messed up. Her name's not Christina Stacks. Stack Stack is the last name for sure. Christina? Maybe it is. Katrina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the homie, too. <laughs> yeah, back when she was on there, so I didn't have to do the different technology to make it work. Uh, oh, sweet lady. <laughs> would you be, be my sweet love? Hold on, we're going to start from top. Run it back. Would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there. When you need me, just call and receive me. Like a report card. You just can't get any worse than that. That's not even cool. That's not creative. The kids ain't going to rock with that type of line. Yes, they are. But anyways, have you seen any new movies since the last episode? I've seen a couple. Let me pull up these podcast notes. You said you've seen a what? No, I ain't repeating it. You was, you're just probably going to say, i seen a couple like a top of a wedding cake. No. Or something along those lines. Say nothing trash uh, like that. You said couple. I was going to say odd. Oh, my gosh. I right, am just keep it pushing like childbirth. Oh, my gosh. That was hard. Don't. I ain't going to say I ain't going to say it this whole episode. But as far as movies... Not to go into too many details, but ended up watching Axel with That's a Movie, <laughs> which I think came out last year, but I thought it was more like 2012-ish. Uh, it's a movie with Becky G in it, and it's about a mechanical dog. Oh, my gosh. He was, just, <laughs> he was bored, huh? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like my number one choice. I just didn't want to keep uh, going through Netflix. But I uh, saw, saw that. Uh, it wasn't like good... Uh, the characters were stupid. Like the the concept was pretty stupid, and everything was like dumb about it. But it got me entertained for about an hour twenty five. So, but uh, spoiler alert: in the end, uh, Axel blows up. Dang, that's sad. D- <laughs> but then they get a little text on the phone, and it seems like it may be Axel. Don't want a dog texting. Yeah, me. why is a mechanical dog sending out texts? But uh, yeah, I mean. It took me a while to realize that was Becky G. And then I'm like, oh, this is why she look the same age. It was around the same time. She looked like um, a girl from Power Rangers. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. Because <laughs> there ain't much else I know yeah, there like from. Uh, music? Uh, then after that, watched Incredibles 2. Uh, didn't fall asleep in it this time like I did the first time I watched it. Huh? But I will say I was very distracted from uh, watching this movie. Phone. Looking around. <laughs> Is this what kids' movies do to you nowadays? But it was good. Then I finally watched John Wick all the way through. The first uh, one? Yeah, without interruptions. Uh, first one. You about to start a John Wick marathon? Yeah, that's what I was planning on doing. But uh, I got busy at work. But uh, <laughs> watching a rated R violent action movie feels so crazy to be watching at work. But, uh, that's a great movie. Everybody already knows that. Then I saw at the theater, I saw uh, 21 Bridges. Okay. I didn't see that. <sighs> Off rip, didn't like the time jump. Huh. The movie starts out, this isn't a spoiler because it's like the concept of the movie. A little boy and his mom at a funeral uh, watching his dad, who was a cop, had just died. 
Okay. This little boy, when I saw him, I was like, he's about 10 years old. So in my head, because I, I figured I'm like, that got to be Chadwick. Mm-hmm. So in my head, the time jump was going to be about 30 years. <laughs> this bad boy said 19 years later. I'm like, there's no way my man is in his late 20s or early 30s. There is absolutely, because this was a little boy at this funeral. And I'm pretty sure they said 19 years. And one of the characters was in the background of that funeral and looking the same 19 years later. He was about 60 or 70 at this funeral. So this man should be so old. But going from a very small boy 19 years later to Chadwick, who's like yeah. 40. Yeah, and Chadwick is 28, 29 years old. He, that was that made me so mad seeing that. Um, 19 is just a very random number as is. But, you know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't understand that. Um, uh, I didn't. Like the way that this one white cop looked in the movie, and I wish I could find a picture of him because he, he had the most punchable face I've ever seen. Um, all the like cop duos in this movie was interesting. You had Chadwick and a white lady that was dressed severely down. I'm like, you're not a cop. You're you got a hoodie on. Uh, J.K. J.K. Simmons and black actor who was also in the movie before the time jump, like I said, which would make him like 90 years old. No, Chadwick was with the white lady. J.K. Simmons was with black actor. Chadwick. (laughs) Other black actor, older black actor. Morgan Freeman? Nah, the other one. Uh, Forrest Whitaker? Nah, I can't think of the name. It's like Keith something. Or I made that up. Stanfield? Nah, but then you had uh, Taylor Kish and uh, Algie Smith, which turned out to be Stephen James. <laughs> when I wrote my notes after the movie, <laughs> I'm like, Algie Smith is in this movie a lot. And it wasn't even Algie Smith. <laughs> Roll kind of notes down. And I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that was Taylor Kish in it as a little. They were the bad guys in this movie. <laughs> Very young. They Sick of Taylor Kish being a bad guy. But. For some reason, I was rooting for them. I was like, like yeah, I kind of want y'all to win. Cause, these bridges closed. Uh, whatever this movie's about. <laughs> every duo was like black and white. Don't know why I was called 21 Bridges. You didn't close 21 Bridges? I don't know that because the Taylor Kish and Algie Smith, Stephen James was getting away with so much. <laughs> and what drove me crazy at the beginning went because they were just trying to do a simple robbery and... Something went wrong in the robbery and they had to start shooting some cops and stuff. Stephen James was so upset. He threw up. He was like, I can't do this. Cut to a few minutes later. He was running up in spots with the blicky. He was (laughs) acting very tough. He was telling people what to do. Feeling that thing ring like a doorbell. Uh, And Taylor Kish was like a ruthless guy. Uh, Chadwick Boseman was nearly unstoppable in this movie. Okay, he, so he, could he do anything. He was a yeah. he was a master. He was Batman. <laughs> yeah, he was black man. But, uh, the movie was way better than the reviews, but there was still uh, some stuff I didn't really like about it um, I mean, that could make you be like, hmm. But other than if that, he's unstoppable. Good. Then I'm always down to see an unstoppable character in a movie. Yeah, it's, he didn't have like. Too many struggles. Uh, J.K. Simmons was kind of funny, and of course, not in it as much as I thought he was going to be for the level actor he is. But yeah, that was pretty good. And I didn't write down in my notes, but I saw Knives Out. Okay. Uh, and hearing great things. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's not like I thought it was going to be, which was surprising. Um, but yeah, I mean, there ain't much you can say without any any spoilers. So I can just say performances that was good. 
Daniel Craig killed it. Anytime I see Daniel Craig do something that's outside of his James Bond, his, uh, uh, what's it called? Movie with Rooney Mara, Dragon uh. Tattoos, <laughs> that style acting. It's like, this dude can really act. Yeah, he's, no one he want to get out of doing James Bond. And it's probably exhausting. Yeah. Granted, I feel like his accent in this movie changed a couple times. Probably. But, you know, it's hard to do. Like It was like a <laughs> New Orleans type accent. See, yeah, you able to cop pleas for somebody when their performance is good. Uh-huh. It was, it was a very good performance. I liked his character. Lakeith was in it a lot more than I thought. I didn't know he was going to be like the head cop. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Lakeith as the head cop, and uh, so him and uh, Daniel Craig, who was like a detective, they was all working together to try to solve this mystery. Um, be careful not spoiling because I hate to spoil this movie for anybody. Yeah, I'm trying to. That's why I want to go see it tomorrow, just so I can. Because I had tickets to the movie on Thursday or Tuesday last Tuesday, the Tuesday night it came out. Then my uh, friends was like, "Hey, you trying to go play basketball?" And I was like. Yeah, sure. So I, was, <laughs> so I canceled the t- or canceled the tickets. Went to go or went home. As soon as I get home, they was like, "Nah, we got cancel." I'm like, I could have went to the movies. That's what I said. <laughs> I said I literally could have went to the movies. <laughs> so I had to just go lift in anger. So let me see. Trying to think of a good performance from uh, the lead actress, who I didn't realize she was going to be the lead lead actress. Uh, Anna Anna. Dude, yeah, she was on a poster, and she was her name was pretty early in the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in the movie the most of the time, and Daniel Craig is. Everybody was pretty. Everybody was pretty funny. Chris Evans, who hopefully this ain't a spoiler, but you only saw him very briefly at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, Chris Evans ain't in this movie. He's playing a background character. Yeah, that's what somebody at work told me. Said he was barely in it, so she got mad. Oh, and then, I mean, towards the second half of the movie, he was in it a lot. But it was just that beginning part where you're like, he may not be in this movie, really. They, they teased us with the Chrissy ass. Yeah, they, they really played me. Because <laughs> we all know it's a murder mystery, so they show like the same scene over and over again. I'm like, he came in, filmed one scene, and dipped. <laughs> Got that check <laughs> the nerve to give him a poster. <laughs> but he turned out to be in it more. Um, uh, Tony Collette was good in it. Uh What's his name? I cannot think of his name. He'd be good in movies. Michael uh, Michael Shannon. Yeah, he uh, he was good. He played. I don't know if what because they didn't really explain it, but he played like a his like he was hobble. He walked with a cane. It wasn't really much explaining at the beginning of the movie. I will say I could not figure out who was related to who and who was related to the uh, person of the murder they're trying to solve. I'm like, hold on, let me figure it out. One is less family members than I thought in this movie because Tony yeah. Collette wasn't even related to. Yeah, they were all related somehow. She was the ex-wife of the person that passed away's son That's or something like that. So I was like, <laughs> who is she? Yeah, so you can say all that. that. I still don't know who you are. Uh, 13 Reasons Why was the granddaughter <laughs> and her mom sad because i know her i remember her name like it's nothing and i will still call her 13 <laughs> reasons why her and Catherine langford she it was very confusing then the little boy didn't say it, barely any words in this movie he didn't even, it yeah it uh <laughs> he barely said anything and but his character was so funny how everybody would describe him in this movie <laughs> like i was yeah. like this is very entertaining how they describing this little boy but overall, I thought it was a real great movie. Uh, people asking if they should make a sequel to this. If they do make a sequel, obviously it 
couldn't really it wouldn't make sense to do it with this same family. Yeah, um, I feel like if they do it, it's gonna be like um the mistake they're making with that uh one movie with the train and the one guy with Chris <sighs> Evans in it. No, but it was another ensemble cast. I was looking forward oh, to it. Oh, uh, with Daisy Ridley, yeah, her that first is. adventure. What was that called? Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. Then I saw the movie. I was like, Daisy Ridley was good. This movie's real <laughs> great. And they, <laughs> the rest of y'all, not so much. Since Knives Out was great, they can maybe make uh, Daniel Craig have to solve another mystery. That's what I can picture them doing. I wouldn't be surprised, but it did really well. So Yeah, so, oh. other than that, yeah that's a great movie. Other than that, I think that's all I've seen. Definitely looking forward to seeing Knives Out. I, I, I wanted to see Queen and Slim. I wanted to see Ford versus Ferrari. I wanted Dude. to see what else so, came out. I still haven't seen Terminator or oh, Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's Some of these, sad. There was one movie that I was like, huh, "Let me go finally see this." It had one showing. That's what Terminator is. I was like, I know Terminator bombed, but it got it. I was so, <laughs> this movie felt new. Down bucket. No, that's no, okay. Let me pull up what movie this was. Because I, I go to like at least a few different theaters. So yes. what movie was it that had one showtime? Charlie's Angels? It might have been. And that's what I was originally going to go see when I went to go see 21 Bridges. I was like, <laughs> come on, I got to go see this movie. <laughs> I can't do this to myself. Uh, you haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen 21 Bridges, Ford versus Ferrari, The Countdown. Terminator. Yeah, countdown to something I wanted to see. Doctor Sleep, Charlie's Angels, Last Christmas, Harriet, Is Knives Doctor Out. Sleep still at the theater? I think it might be very dwindling with the times. It's just with that movie, I got to be mentally prepared to sit there for two and a half hours. See, and that yeah, that's <laughs> one of the issues. And I'm just not there after. I barely sometimes. wanted to do it for Knives Out, which is a great movie. Yeah, you just got it. Like, my favorites of the year, and I was like, <laughs> you got to really, you got to really want to see the movie. Like, like I'll, I'm seeing Star Wars after work, or I, I would, I saw Avengers after work, but. I wasn't a big Shining fan. I just really yeah, want to see the movie. There's certain movies I ain't rushing after work to go see. <sighs> All right. Now, let me list off the very random, odd <laughs> combination of movies that I saw. Odder than Axel? Nah, I ain't nothing odder <laughs> <No>. than that. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird way to start things off. But I mean, I've also been listening to Dua Lipa music, so I'm, I'm clearly having a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, 2020. Need to hurry <laughs> yeah. up about, I went from listening to Dua Lipa to... Griselda, that's yeah. the sign of I may be a maniac. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little weird. Fact, I'm gonna put some of this Dua Lipa in the background <laughs> while you describe or talk about these movies you've seen. See, I was on the way here. I was listening to St. John. God, I still ain't listening to that yet. That album was good. <laughs> I was like, that song with him and Lenny Kravitz. I was like, whoo, if he would have put Maxwell and Drake on this song. <laughs> it would have been a bona fide hit. I listened to the Partisan Fontaine's album. I don't even like, know who that is. Uh, the dude that cool. writes all Cardi B songs. Okay, so he <laughs> might be pretty decent. It was pretty good. All his hooks sounded, oh, they were all super catchy, like something Cardi would do. Like, I can tell he writes yeah, all this yeah. stuff. But, but Jada, Kiss, Jada Kiss is on this album, and he has the best verse on this whole album. Jada Kiss bodied that beat. Uh, I li- this turned into a music podcast yeah, of now. of course. I listened to uh, Chicks Tape 5. I only listened to the song with T-Pain. That was cool. I just don't It's hard for me to listen to Tory Lanez Or rush to him Because I just don't like him Yeah <laughs> He just is very unlikable to me uh, There's something else I listen to The whole reason I put Oh uh, I went <laughs> Went back and realized That the toes off uh, The baby's Kirk album <laughs> That song is real good Because that chorus is ignorant yeah. He said uh, 
She said, if I leave her, she going something. She gonna die. Well, girl, you done with life. <laughs> like bye. You just see, stay down, ten to- or toes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, but that, that <laughs> ain't the part I like. But <laughs> uh, that line nuts. Anyways, yeah, back to the movies you see. Yeah, these strange movies. First to start things out, saw it at Astra. <laughs> okay. Um, I was expecting a little bit more gravity than Interstellar. What got I got that Interstellar. Yeah, it wasn't even Interstellar, but it was more Interstellar than Gravity on the level of like uh, um, space movies. And I wanted more uh, Gravity, and I didn't like the weird way this direction went in, so I wasn't really feeling it. Like it was cool, but it was just also like I kept waking up to weird stuff happening. I was like, why is there this monkey on this uh, plane killing these people? <laughs> I, I really thought Brad Pitt was on acid or something, but it turned out to be actually facts. Um, Tommy Lee Jones is in here looking real old. Oh, man. It's just, I mean, it's not a bad movie. If I stayed awake for the whole thing, it'd probably be all right, but <laughs> I just was tired. And uh, after that, I think this was the next movie I saw, Jojo Rabbit. Really wanted to see this movie. Heard good things about it. The oh, premise yeah. is very interesting. Got a kid who loves, uh, you know, is really a, a Nazi fanatic, <laughs> and um, Hitler is his imaginary friend. So it sounds like a good movie. So I'm watching it. It's cool. The writing's cool. I forgot it had a bunch of cameos from famous people. I took the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> movie Nazis, good. And I woke up like I can truly That's say what we should call this podcast <laughs> Nazis. No movie naps. <laughs> Napsies sounds like it could possibly be racist. <laughs> Stupid Napsies. Like look at these Napsies. So called black people now. <laughs> uh, Napsies. <it> full of Napsies. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to that theater again. Yeah, white people. I ain't like, seen Queen and Slim at eight p.m. because that's gonna be full of Napsies. <laughs> yeah, especially on half off Tuesdays. <laughs> Really gonna be full of napsies. <laughs> Tuesdays at the theater for Queen and Slim at a prime time time. Napsies. It will be full of napsies. <laughs> White people are having a field day. Yeah. Well, oh, we got a new one. Right. <laughs> we got a new one. We can call them nappies, <laughs> nappers. <laughs> Anything with nap. Nap. Uh, Napsies. <laughs> I saw like uh, somebody who was cool, like, really like Napster, and they're like, "Yo, you download that song off of Napsies?" <laughs> it sounded like the black people that used to run with Hitler. <laughs> like, we the right, Napsies the Na- here, Nazis, and the Napsies. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you with us, but you ain't really with us. Yeah, <laughs> Napsies. <laughs> <laughs> and we got two potential titles already: Black Man and Napsies. What? <laughs> uh- Black man and Napsies. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. That's I'm, I'm going to put it with a Z, though. Napsies. Napsies. <laughs> you know, black people put everything. Never mind. I'm getting just racist. <laughs> 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 jokes be jokes, but it's so tight. You take a step too far. <laughs> oh, man. This is outrageous. I'm chilling. Uh, but. <laughs> Jojo uh, Rabbit is a movie I definitely <laughs> need to need to go see again because I don't feel comfortable giving my opinion on it because I truly don't know. I mean, I know it happened, but when you fall asleep right in dead in the middle, it's just like <laughs> it just kind of throws everything off. And then uh, after that, <laughs> saw Parasite. Oh yeah, I wanted to see that. 
I literally didn't know what this movie was about before I saw it. <laughs> I just saw the guy who made Snowpiercer. It's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be all over the place. I'm like, boom, I don't need to see trailers for movies anymore to know if I'm going to go see it or not. So I saw it. I didn't know this was basically a comedy for the first half of the movie. And then um, things get a little bit darker towards the end. But I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, it's still not, uh, what's his name? Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> Whatever his name is. It's Snowpiercer is still his best movie, in my opinion. But this is better than his last joint, uh, that one Netflix movie with the, the big old. Uh, oh, yeah. Right I don't on. know why I want to say the Babadook, but I know that's not what it is. <laughs> Whatever movie with Jake Gyllenhaal on there and the big old animal is way better than that. Um, what is that called? The I don't feel like really thinking. Yeah, I want to say the owl, but that ain't it either. <laughs> the owl. <laughs> it's better than that. So it's, it's an interesting movies. Uh, interesting movie. Um, yeah, when you're watching these movies with the subtitles, you don't really. Well, as long as the movie is entertaining, then you don't really notice it. But of course, it took a slight nap in this one as well. <laughs> um, and then, last but not least, been waiting for this movie for a while. Finally hit the Netflix streets, watched The Irishman, uh, Martin Scorsese's new film with Robert De Niro and Young and Old Face. There was going to be no way I could sit and watch that <laughs> this weekend just by myself. Yeah, I had to realize, I was like, should I do it now or should I just pick a Saturday or something? But I ended up watching it on my day off on Friday. I had to wake up. Uh, usually, I mean, I wake up still pretty early, like about seven or eight every day or uh, on my off days, this time I woke up about like seven something. Started at about like eight. It ended a little bit before twelve. <laughs> this movie's three and a half hours. If you don't know, that's so crazy. But I've been hearing nothing but great things about it, so it made me really want to watch it. I just had to had to just find that right time. It's not something you can just be like, yeah, watch it before I go to bed. Nah, because bed will be during the movie. <laughs> so I watched uh watched it. Who else is it? Joe Pesci, uh, Scarface. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and some other people And Is this my favorite Martin Scorsese movie? Not at all <laughs> Is it what I thought it was going to be? No Is it good? Yes It's just It's really hard to say When it's three and a half hours long It doesn't have Like the necessary amount of violence Or just that That mob style You know you know, movie theatrics that you're used to for this type of movie. Like it was like in the grand scheme of things, yes, it is a good movie. It keeps you keeps you paying attention for those three and a half hours. It never felt long, but it's just it wasn't as entertaining with some of the things they could have did like I was expecting. And it was very it threw me off a lot because even when Mark or even when like Robert De Niro, De Niro had the de aging technology on him for that character during that time period, he still moved like an old man. Oh yeah, that's that's what my dad was saying. <laughs> yeah, so like when he would shoot somebody or when he was like stomping this dude, every like violent movement that he did. Oh yeah, I did see that scene <laughs> when he was stomping that dude. I'm like, that don't hurt. Yeah, he still looked like a hundred year old man doing this, <laughs> just with a forty fifty year old face. So that was kind of annoying. So I and it wasn't. He didn't even look that young. As like you would think if you spent all this money on the technology, it was never the transition from him going to younger De Niro to older wasn't. I mean, I guess it was smooth because you barely noticed it. It wasn't like abrupt, but it was also like you could have probably put some makeup on him. If 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 he was still going to move like an old man, you might as well just put some makeup on him, make the movie a little cheaper. <laughs> could have got it out a lot faster. But I mean, it was still good. Like it kind of reminded me of 
um, Goodfellas in a way, and I know people, you know, the, the movie heads are gonna kill me because they who love Goodfellas. Don't get me wrong, Goodfellas is a great movie, but it's not to me. It's not one of those movies that like outright snatches you and with entertainment it's just something that you really have to pay attention to or watch it over and over again to really get the gist of how good it is like something like the departed which is one of my favorite movies of all time and my favorite or my eh, my one a one b favorite martin scorsese movie with the wolf of wall street that movie kind of like just grabs you with its entertainment from the um the constant twisting and turning of the plot um, as childish as it may sound, the foul language that is spewed left and right, <laughs> and the way it's used, Martin or not Martin, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and his classic one-liners in that movie, and the amount of violence that it has, just all that, just screams of entertainment. This one is more subtle, more of a you know a director really taking his time and something you really gotta like pay attention to appreciate. But oh no, still a good movie. Um, will it be something I watch again? Nah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I do kind of want to watch it again, but that three-hour runtime is like that's too much. Wolf of Wall Street is only the only that and Titanic is the only movies that are basically three hours that I will watch over and over <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, that's all I watch. So nice little collection of movies there. But um, I think you know what time it is. It's movie crossover idea time. <laughs> all right, your two movies are. Let's go with A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood and uh, <laughs> Frozen 2. Two movies I know you ain't seen. Hey. So let's, let's see this. Let's see this attempt. I guess uh, Mr. Rogers is reading a book to all the children viewers, and it happened to be a magical book, and the book. <laughs> Ooh, <that's cinnamon. laughs> and the uh, book uh, sucks him into it. And um, then he's in like the Frozenverse And it's all snowy And he's looking for help And I guess Josh Gad appears And uh, takes a dance With with another man Like he did in uh, in, uh, (laughs) Beauty and the Beast I believe so And he does that And uh, I guess uh, Elsa and Mr. Rogers Solve a mystery of a sort (laughs) That's what I got all right. Well, I forgot to also mention that I did watch Frozen. I, I fell asleep. Never seen those movies. To a lot of it, so I don't know if I'll be going to see the second one because I wasn't too um, enamored with the first one, and it was so thrown off. I was. I had so many questions at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, how are kids able to follow this? This is a. This is a mind bender. Nope. No, you're not ready for the bar. I was about to spew. Nah. Um, but all right, it's time to dive into some uh, Real top- quick, go to a commercial break So I can uh, get some pizza <laughs> <laughs> We back like Spines Oh my gosh I may have to combine Some These two clips Cause I don't know that Anyway, I don't know I'll say that for after the podcast Ah. <sighs> Yeah, just whatever distracts you from whatever terrible line you were saying. <laughs> um, but anyways, as I, GPS proceed, app. as I proceed to eat this brownie. Um, <laughs> That's also a slur for uh, black people. You got napsies, brownies. Brownies is good. <laughs> what were we talking about? Mm-hmm. I know we was transitioning to something, so I used that opportunity to go get some Donatas. Oh, then we was probably talk about some uh, topics to jump into. Yeah, okay. 
So let's see. It's been a couple of weeks, so we got some stuff. It's been one week since you looked at me. I keep some, some music on deck. That Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, this bare naked ladies. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. It's who. been one week since you looked at me. And then he bars it to death. But in the second verse, he says, A chicken, a Chinese, the Chinese chicken. Wow. <laughs> that sounds they let people get away with murder. <laughs> that back sounds day, very huh? slurry. Yeeks. Dang, I didn't even play the Dua Lipa song I was wanting to play. I heard some song being played in the background earlier. It's fire. That's why I'll be riding in the Chevy, too. Did a full 180. Thinking about the way I was with the heartbreak. Sorry, this ain't a music podcast. As I was typing in top 10 albums of the year. <laughs> when I should be typing in movie stuff. <laughs> but uh, that leads me to a great transition. No uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh my that's that's a, debatable. That's, that's a frozen <laughs> crowbar. <laughs> that's, that's a great frozen transition. Cr- <laughs> All right, you name a better one. Sips Coke. <laughs> Tell you, I'm looking like the Baby Yoda meme. <laughs> With a cinnamon coke. <laughs> he was sipping his tea. <laughs> that little sassy fella. It's about to be the, the battle. Who's your favorite? Baby Yoda or Baby Groot? Still Baby Groot by a mile, yeah. but Baby Yoda's hilarious. Marvel gang. Um, but all right, so your boy Nicolas Cage is okay. set to play. Nicolas Cage? Yep, in the movie The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. So he's basically playing a, he's playing himself in a movie, but character is himself. It's just a little bit more of uh, exaggerated. Um, how did they word it? Let's see if I can get the exact Quotey quote quote um, quotey quote quote quote. Oh, oh. Uh, basically, in this movie, he's going to be you know he might make the most he's made in a movie since like Con Air and National Treasure, which is saying a lot based off where his career is now. But basically, the movie is Cage portraying himself or portraying a version of himself. Desperate to get a role in a new Tarantino movie while also struggling with a strained relationship with his teenage daughter. And this is him making his way through life. He, and he also talks to an egotistical version of himself from the 90s who railroads him from making bad movies and not being the same star he was at the same time. And he's now dealing with the mountain of death. And um, yeah, he makes an appearance at a birthday party for a Mexican billionaire that is a huge fan. So that's just some of the stuff going on in this movie. Uh, and then the plot is while bonding with the man who hopes to show Cage a script he's been working on, the actor learns from the CIA that the billionaire is actually a drug cartel kingpin who has okay. kidnapped a daughter of a presidential nominee. <laughs> sounds like a perfect Nicolas Cage movie. And is recruited to get intelligence. The predicament gets worse when the billionaire brings Cage's daughter and ex-wife for a reconciliation and he must take on the role of a lifetime to save their lives. So, with all that being said... I don't really care if you're interested in seeing this Nicolas Cage movie, but what actor do you want to see play a 
slightly exaggerated version of themselves in a movie. Let's see. People I like, such as Seth Rogen's already done it. Um, I like Michael B. Jordan because I would like to see him on a boat full of white girls. With Stilo. <laughs> yeah. Why Stilo. would him and Stilo do another movie together? They already did Hardball. They, they ain't did one since Hardball. Yeah, they, need, they need to write and direct and produce a little buddy cop comedy. Oh, that would be the worst possible. <laughs> I'm trying to see them get they get they uh, get they jokes off. Leonardo DiCaprio would be good playing a heightened version of himself because he would also be on a boat full of yeah. white girls talking about um. climate change. <laughs> That, that could be a good movie because the twist could be he's like littering yeah, he's, and doing stuff that would destroy. Tweeting about climate change while he's throwing paper and blunt ashes off his off his yacht. Throwing restraining order papers into the ocean. Yeah, shooting him and yelling, Kobe, white. If anybody says Kobe white. That's what they mean when they say Kobe because that little man lets it fly. Like a paper mache Excuse airplane? Me? A paper mache airplane. That see, that's the sign. <laughs> You're not a bar smith. Bar smith would would have been able to immediately like paper plane. I would I would have just say kite. No Jay Z. But hat. the first thing that came to my head was paper mache. <laughs> so. Just like you said, a hot air balloon made of turkey bacon. <laughs> that, that's called stroke symptoms. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it sounds like when you have a stroke mid-record. Oh, Lord. Uh, what were we talking about? You said you want to see a Michael B. movie uh, where okay. he's acting a little crazy. Or Jake Gyllenhaal. One of the namesakes. Yeah, Jake Remember, this is called the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Yeah, for those <laughs> Me who, either. Those who forgot. <laughs> Dang, Michael B. just too cool. Is he even like a fun guy to hang around? He don't seem like that funny. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that, he ain't got the acting chops to do that after seeing him in Fantastic Four or Fan Four Stick. Um, he just seems like a dude when he when you make a joke, he do one of those. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> For one, I can't get over the beginning of Creed Two when they were acting terribly. Yeah, I, I, I wiped that out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> they were the worst actors I've ever seen. It was so bad. I was I thought I was making it up. <laughs> I was so shocked. I'm like they suck. They phoned this one in. Like, like, did they do this because uh, Robert Robert Robert? Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> they do it because they was mad he wrote the movie. <laughs> so they was like, "We're gonna phone in about I couldn't fifteen believe, minutes of this." I couldn't believe. I was very shocked at Man. their acting. And um, then they got they started being Santa the way they got back in their bag towards the middle and end. <laughs> I guess Creed two a Christmas movie. <laughs> if if uh, what's that one Bruce Willis movie? Die, Die Hard. Yeah. If that's considered a Christmas movie by some people, so is Creed two. <laughs> Uh, that is, don't write that down. Got back in the bag like Santa. Okay, that's not how I delivered it, but that's how wait, I. That's wait, how I you heard said it. it was whack. That's how I heard it. It went in my ears as the most garbage bar. Like they don't even got the drinks I got. <laughs> that, like, that was terrible. <laughs> no Charles Barkley, but anyways. Oh my goodness. Who else? Who else could do a heightened version of themselves? Ico Uas. Play. Okay, so he already so kicks. Super karate. He'll be kicking it hyper speed. Dang, they, should, they should make a movie called Super Karate. And it's, they fly, it's basically Dragon Ball Z, but with Ico. 
Could they do another live Dragon Ball Z movie? Let him be Goku or Vegeta. And let my man Gareth. Garth? Gareth? <laughs> I can't Garth? remember. Who he is. Gareth or let Garth him Evans? direct it. Uh, if they do a drag- he can play every character. I say like- if they do every one, <laughs> he plays all of them. That would be fire. <laughs> he could play like them. Uh, no, he could do like this uh, CGI for like pick not Piccolo, but um, Cell. That's if the they villain. did a live action Dragon Ball Z movie with, with the Cell, Cell saga, that'd be too. <laughs> Cell would look insane. Yeah, he would be. I th- I Imagine Majin Buu, <laughs> <laughs> the the fat one. <laughs> yeah, not the all the other ones. Yeah, Kid Buu. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, uh actors you want to see acting a movie, acting crazier than their typical selves, or slightly nuttier. Oh yeah, so you said Ico Ua. We're <laughs> gonna keep it pushing like be- a girl card, like childbirth. Oh, mine's is better. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Um, five. MCU mystery date, not mystery dates, but mystery MCU movies. Five mystery dates, dates is what you go, go on typically uh-huh, okay. Saturdays, Sunday mornings. Uh-huh. Anything y'all else? Get, y'all get brunch. Any other details you want to add to this terrible story? You usually get French toast sticks with tater tots. Well, that's a little weird combination. I would get waffles, but that's just me. <laughs> um, okay, so now you're just telling me what you do on your dates. I'm just saying if you're going to make the story up, at least make it right. Perfect Opposite dish. of left. <laughs> you said perfect dish. <laughs> I called my bar whack. <laughs> it was terrible. Make it right. Perfect dish. Yeah, a, a right dish is perfect. Oh my gosh. No pitch. One, two, or three. All right. I've so. never seen three. <laughs> yeah, you're not missing none. <laughs> uh, so 100% from the field goal. Where the crickets at? I ain't got it. Well, you need it. Like uh, making pizza no, dough. I need it. That's kind of a hard bar. Like, that's no. a frozen crow. I would have. That's re- no. That's a refrigerated crow. It's kind of hard. <laughs> I would have said something like, "Like I'm dying for it," but whatever. What? I don't even remember the setup. Uh, I'm sorry. Now I'm dying you're for saying- Pennywise. <laughs> Hey, you're messing my bar up. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Hey, like a club construction. fight. Oh, my gosh. This is whack. It's crazy. <laughs> and we can't even make progress in this podcast because <laughs> this is whack bar after whack bar. Like this pub crawl. Oh, my gosh. It sucks. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was just waiting. So you just get it over with. No Ryan Reynolds. You said you was waiting. Okay, yeah, you really was very precise with the words I said. Okay. You dipped into the middle of my sentence. <laughs> I am a barsmith bar and a bar jumper, and I think that's pretty obvious. No Jenny Slate. I ain't never seen a movie called Obvious by Jenny Slate. Okay, but Obvious Child. I'm a bar jumper. <sighs> no Hayden Christensen. never jumped the bars in that movie. <sighs> but he's a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways... Back to these no, mystery d- mystery MCU movies. Yeah. So we got five dates. Time to focus. No Will Smith. I would have said no Will and Margot, but that's just me. Okay, that would just keeping be you it, adding extras. Keeping it well-rounded like a perfect circle. Um, so we got five dates for <laughs> for some mystery oh MCU gosh, movies. I'm just going to let some of that go. <laughs> we got one drop in October 7th in 2022. 
February 17th, 2023, May 5th, 2023, July 28th, 2023, and November 3rd, 2023. So we already know we got a Spider-Man movie coming out in 2021. Is that what it was? Or is it 22? I think 22. I can't remember. But one of those. So we're gonna, I ain't about to look it up. So one of those years, we're going to have four MCU movies. And again, we're going to have four MCU movies in, no, or in 2023. So let me see if you can predict what these movies are. So what's the movie dropping October 7, 2022? Remember, we already know we're getting a Blade movie. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Tress, uh, Black Panther Dose, another Cat Marv, another Ant Man and the Waspies. So, I was going to say if uh, I was going to say that was Blade Spot. Um, you know the Blade movie, two thousand twenty-three, with the February date. <laughs> oh yeah, gotta throw Mahershala in February. Yeah. Uh. Would it be a sequel? What other movies they ain't finished this series for? Looks like it could be. It could. It could be Black Widow too. Nah, we don't want that. Quick turnaround. Like, why would we do that? Uh, what else? I think it'll be um, mutants. That's too quick. No DJ. I think that one could either. I think that could be Ant Man and the Wasp, honestly, because they're either going to throw that out and. That's either going to be the July 28th one or it's going to be the October one because that's the type of movie you put out. That's the type of Marvel movie you don't put out at one of like the prime times. You put it out like, you know, Thor usually likes to come out in October, get his money real quick. So that's one of those type of movies. Uh, February 17th. Now that's either Black Panther 2 <laughs> or the Blade. <laughs> it's just, it's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts around it. But if if that's Blade, Black Panther 2 definitely got to come out in May because they put their big movies out in May. Mm-hmm. But then that leaves you like where Guardians of the Galaxy at because Guardians of the Galaxy is a top tier one uh-huh. unless they think some of the steam fizzled out from all the firings and whatnot. <laughs> so now they don't want to drop that in May. Dave <laughs> Bautista went from I don't want to mess with Marvel no more because it got rid of James Gunn to having a Guardians of the Galaxy and an Avengers tattoo. Yeah, people just be in their feelings sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, stuff happens. He better just apologize for all the shenanigans he was saying. Man, I just had to chill. You know, Daryl Mitchell. All right, now what were we talking about? Huh, all right, so we got, <laughs> we got these 2023 dates. Huh. <laughs> we got, um, we still got May 5th, 2023, July 28th, 2023, November 3rd, 2023. Um, remember that one of those could be a Captain Marvel movie. One of those could be oh, Deadpool yeah. 3. One of those could be um, maybe they finally give the Fantastic Four X Men. I would say I think one maybe Fantastic Four. All right. Um, I mean, New Mutants could probably come out around then eventually. Okay, I don't want New Mutants coming out. <laughs> if New Mutants came out in two thousand twenty-three, they might as well not release it. They might as well just put that in the Disney vault. On Disney Plus, it got space. Throw it on Hulu. Yeah, that's I mean, a Hulu joint. If we're gonna talk about Disney Plus, though. They can learn some things from Netflix when it comes to their organization of their TV shows. <laughs> I had to go through search series A through Z to find Smart Guy. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and they don't even have a recently watched section. Oh, yeah, that is weird. I just click on The Mandalorian. They was like, you want to start on Chapter 4? Because they know I already watched Chapter 3. Uh-huh. But I'm like, 
Hey, like, you know, it's just all right. We in the kink stage, uh-huh. but we can fix it. Um, all right, so yeah, maybe one of those will be an Avengers team up movie. I highly doubt it. <laughs> maybe you might see a a Moon Knight She Hawk movie because they are getting they are hitting the big screen one day, but yeah. highly doubt it'll be in their own flick, but we shall see. All right, what we got next? All right, so uh, you can add Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck to the long list of actors who are pining for this Justice League Snyder Cut. I'm, I'm getting tired of hearing about this Snyder Cut. Is it going to make it that much better? I just want to see it badly because there are a lot of people who keep talking about it. The differences he's been saying seem like Josh Wheaton was just... He said his had Green Lantern in it. Oh, so then I don't know who's I don't know whose Justice League movie came out then. I'm assuming it was uh, the guy who got fired that was, who was working with uh, DC. Yeah. I don't know who came in and destroyed this movie and ripped it to shreds. But I want to see, like, if, if we had to power through Batman versus Superman, I want to see yeah. what Justice or what Zack Snyder's, what his end game was, yeah. what he was going to do with this dark Justice League movie. Because maybe that would have made it better if yeah. we got to see all his plans go out. Because, like I said, I still like uh, Man of Steel. I think that's a great movie. Batman versus Superman was not. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, how can you make a movie about an alien fighting a regular human being and thinking that matchup should be fair and us really getting excited about it? Yeah, and it was just very wacky. <laughs> yeah. <in general. laughs> yeah, and I mean, he did write the Martha stuff, but yep. I just I want to see, I want to see his uh, his full vision go up on the big screen. So I really do want to see this version. But if you had to give a percentage of this um, this version actually hitting the light of day one day. What percentage would you give? I say about forty-five. All right, because I don't think it's gonna. It could go either way, but I don't really think it's gonna come out. Yeah, they're saying one of the options is it could hit a. Uh, it could hit HBO Max. Oh yeah, I saw that. But I don't. I don't. I'd put it at a twenty percent, and that's only because these companies they are very prideful. So if they put out this version <laughs> then that's basically admitting that they they made the wrong decision when it came to the original justice league even though everybody knows it was a bad decision the way that movie was in, ended up being made mm-hmm. we know from the you know the quality on top of how much money it made it was just yeah, a bad that's de- crazy <laughs> it was just a bad decision all around but i don't think they'll ever admit it to the point where they'd be like all right we'll put out a completely different version of the movie from the original director, just for you guys, since you guys been protesting about it. We're sorry. Here you go. <laughs> I don't ever think it'll happen, but, I mean, it'd be nice to just just to see it. I mean, now, if that version turned out to be whack as well, mind you, even if it was better than the original one, if it ain't great or if it don't blow you away, then it'll also be a, a marketing nightmare because that brand would just die even more. And then, um, what's his name? Zack Snyder, he would lose even more credibility. Mm-hmm. And then we wouldn't be trying to see his little whack little zombie Netflix movie he got coming out. Oh, yeah. So. I keep, I, I originally wanted to watch that, uh, that, uh, zombie movie with Lupita on, um, uh, Hulu. <laughs> and it came out this year. I see it. Lupita and. Zombie Express? I do not know. I can't remember what it's called. Anyways, no GPS app. Oh my gosh! All right, keeping it going. My boy Pat Dub Patrick Wilson said he's open to returning to 
the Insidious franchise for a fifth one if they <laughs> decide to make it. He said um, uh, he sees the people that are involved with the movie a lot, i.e. Jason Blum, James, uh, James Wan, but there's no script or anything like that. I don't know what you do, but I haven't talked specifically about anything. I talk to Jason Blum every so often. We're friends, and I'll see Lee, a.k.a. Lee Wannell, James, just to keep an eye on that, but I will do. I don't know where you go. I don't know um, what you would do, but I never felt like it was closed. I just felt like for Josh Lambert, we've already seen him possessed and free of possession. There's not a whole lot for that guy to do anymore. I don't know where that or where they would want to go with the series, but I never close any doors. There's no big red door that's closed. Should they even make it in Insidious 5? No. Will they? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I love the Insidious franchise. The last one was... Eh. Was the lost key, the last key, whatever it was. I definitely didn't see it. The third <laughs> one was better than that one, but none of them came anywhere close to the first two. And he was only in about three of them, and that third one was like a quick cameo. So... I don't think they need to make one anytime soon, but if it's something maybe like five, ten years later and y'all careers are starting to look a little dry, you done ran, done uh, dipped in the well of some other franchises that didn't work <laughs> out too well for you and you want to come back to something that people love, then you can make it again. I mean, I'd see it, but you know, whatever. They're making a Black Saw movie, so. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, that got quiet quick. Good. So when May comes around and we start seeing trailers, probably about with Chris Rock. Yeah, when should we get a trailer for that? I'm thinking this. Nah, they may do it the week before. They probably drop it in February. <laughs> yeah, they got to. <laughs> I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm chalking everything up to Black History Month. <laughs> All black right, History Month. Speaking of black, um, <laughs> Florence Pugh talks a very raw and. <laughs> And very painful Black Widow that she was shooting. She said, I think we've made something very raw and very painful and very beautiful. And I think people are going to really be surprised by the outcome of a big action film having that much heart. And I know lots of people will be emotional about her because her character has such a hard ending in Endgame. But it was a special it was special learning from her. And she's been doing this for like 10 years in those films. For this to be her film was special. And I got to, and I got to be there and see how she does stunts and uh, lives it. Lives it. I don't know if that makes sense, but whatever. <laughs> and it's so her. And, and she's speaking about Scarlett Johansson, of course. So I'm going to ask this question again to see if um, your uh, thoughts have changed. Because, and truly, I don't remember what you said previously. <laughs> and I probably don't either. If once predicting where Black Riddle will rank among the, oh, yeah. the upper echelon or the lower echelon of the MCU. We put it above Captain Marvel. Okay, so that's towards the bottom. Put it above Thor Dark World. All right. So then, so let's just break it down. Is it going to be better than any of the Iron Man's? Probably not. If you had to make a May- bold prediction, how where could you see a rank? Let's see. So how many Marvel movies is it? 23. 23. 18. That's me being. That's me. Yeah. All right. What percentage would you give it to be better than any of the Avengers movies? It's not likely. Which one's the lowest one? Age Ultron? 
See, the funny thing is, if you look at my list, Hey, Javon Shrott is one of my favorite Marvel movies. (laughs) Only for the simple fact that that movie is literally action from the very beginning. Like, literally, once the movie starts, it shows them in the middle of an action scene Uh all the way up into the end. Now, you have your little plot points with uh, Hulk and Black Widow having some weird little love love (laughs) connection there. And then you have the unnecessary character of uh, Speedy Quick, sir. What's his name? Uh, Quicksilver, I believe. Quicksilver played by who? Aaron? You probably don't even know he got a new movie out. You ain't even going to go see yes, it. Yes, I do know. It was, it was directed by his wife. What's it called? And it's called... It don't say Wife movie. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you ain't no real ATJ fan. I ain't got no name of that movie. It's just slipping my mind, that's all. What, you got banana pills flowing on that head of yours? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. oh Lord! Uh, all right, so I hated that. <laughs> so basically, what I'm hearing is this movie doesn't have a chance to be a million little pieces. Yeah, you had to Google it. I heard you whispering, hey, "Siri, what's that new ATJ movie?" Siri so was like, "Huh? Come again? Like a frequent guest?" <laughs> I need to get props for the word frequent coming to my head like that. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Say it like it's the biggest word That's on the planet. That's how you know I'm a journalism major. <laughs> when words like frequent <laughs> pop up in the dome like it's nothing. Oh, man. Dang. All right, we're going to move on from this because I don't like your Black Widow take. <laughs> going back to the D.C. front. Henry Cavill is apparently still not giving up on the role of Superman. He should. <laughs> he said there's a lot I have to give for Superman yet. A lot of storytelling to do. A lot of real true depths to the honesty of the no, character Johnny. I wanted to get. I want This just completely distracted me. I know you heard about the play that uh, Johnny oh, yeah. Depp is producing. <laughs> Gotta do a Michael Jackson joint. From the perspective of the glove. <laughs> Where the glove is the one that made him fondle all those little boys. <laughs> so the glove is an alien from space that possesses him to fondle these little fellas. That's crazy. He's out of control. <laughs> it's being produced by the one Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is wild. If he don't get written out of Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> yeah, he needs to be kicked out of Hollywood. Because not only did he put the paws on Amber. Amber. Hurt. hurt. <laughs> Now he's just and he played Tonto with no <laughs> no remorse. Yeah, and now he's making and it would be sucked. Alien glove, little boy toucher. That movie. is crazy. From the pers- ain't no other Michael Jackson stories you could tell. How come it couldn't just been a powerful like glove that made him dance good or something? No, it has to be the reason he fondled little boys. That's so he did it with that glove? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and what does he mean by fondled? What is what whatever, exactly is Mike Jack doing? Whatever Wade, dancing Wade from You Got Served said happened to oh, him yeah. <laughs> is what that glove did. He lied. Hey. <laughs> He's an accuser, though. You got to take the size of the accuser, even if it is a man. A man got touched by another man. In his defense, he was a little boy. But. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but what were we talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was reading this, this <laughs> quote from Henry. Oh, yeah, he His wants name to play is Super- Henry. I had a friend named Henry when I was in elementary school. 
had friends with the most Caucasian names you could think of. Henry probably selling work on the block right now. <laughs> if if him of all people was the one to sell work on the block, I'll be very shocked. I'm like, your life changed. You went from straight A's to moving bricks. <laughs> They changed. Well, the world tough out here. In Twenty One Bridges, the they had a outrageous amount of bricks, and and I don't mean like a house. I'm talking about that crack cocaine. It was crazy. And then they sold it for like ten million dollars or something crazy. That's usually a black dude. That's usually what I go for, but that's light. But, uh, all right, it was Henry saying? As a feather stiff as a board, Henry Cavill wanted to play Superman still. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's said, over. He said, oh, yeah, because I said Depp's, and you interrupted me with that Johnny take. Um, Johnny Depp. It's whack, and it's a reach, like a foul. A lot of storytelling to do. A lot of, a lot of real true depths to the, on, to the honesty of the character I want to get into. I want to reflect on comic books. That's important to me. There's a lot of justice, no pun there, to be done for Superman. The status is, you'll see. Mm-hmm. So basically he's saying there's still the love there, but it's up in the air like a jump ball. So okay. what do you want? Maybe if I stop saying bars, it'll get you to stop saying those whack bars. Maybe you should just stop saying them, and then we nah. leave more room for my fire. I'm, I'm a bar man. Okay. You're more like a bar maiden. But... Uh. Um, all right, so you trying to see Henry Cavill as Superman? Nah, I mean, yeah, but no. It's <laughs> I feel like it's over. All right, so will you be more willing to see him if we get this Flash movie? Because remember, that doesn't help none. They they had that epic race at the end of yes, Justice League. To see who's truly the fastest: Ezra Miller or Henry Cavill? Okay. And, and you still not trying to see Henry Cavill? I don't want to see Ezra. Well, you might <laughs> get Ezra. It's looking more likely as the day passes. I don't want that. So you might might as well deal with Henry Cav. I mean, if they are they gonna give him a snow Superman movie or he's just gonna be a sidekick and because he didn't even show up in Shazam, it was just somebody else's body. His chest did. And apparently, if Michael B has any uh, say, yeah, and that's scaring me. <laughs> if, I, if he signs on to be Superman, I don't want that to happen. I want you to stay. You did fans forced it. Didn't work. You killed it in Black Panther. Now. Don't do this DC movie because <laughs> it's, it's not—it's not gonna work. I'm telling you, it will not work. People ain't gonna see a black Superman. Unless movie. Ryan Coogler does it, a grounded black Superman movie that take place in Oakland, California, because <laughs> you know it's taking place in Oakland. Be Hancock all over again. I was like, this was Hancock, <laughs> except that? for it wouldn't have to do the Charlize Theron part. Would they can't be around each other? Just <laughs> oh, yeah. whatever reasons. <laughs> Was Hancock a bad movie? Because from what I remember, I liked it. But I liked it. The reviews I've been seeing recently was that it was pretty terrible. <laughs> I thought it was good. Hmm. <laughs> I need to. I need to go on. I need, I need to go on the quest to figure out what's my favorite Will Smith movie. Because I don't know what it is. Yours is Suicide Squad. Mine it's definitely not. Is either Men in Black or Bad Boys Two. So I got to figure out because it might mess around and be something like Ali. I <laughs> know that's Terrence J's movie. <laughs> That's an old uh, Almost said Almost said B-Dog That's an old Leo B Gyllenhaal reference That's a Leo B classic Mm-hmm Ugh Alright Keeping it pushing like a croak cart Like uh, Lamaze class Oh my god <laughs> uh, A new Star Wars movie announcement Is coming in January The director is signed 
Okay. What movie announcement is this going to be? And they said, no, it is not going to be the announcement of the trilogy Kevin, that... Kevin Feige? Uh, it's not going to be his movie, and I don't, they said it's also not going to be... Because the Game of Thrones fellas ain't doing it no more. And it's not going to be the trilogy that's directed by Ryan Johnson. So what Star Wars movie could this possibly be? And it's coming in January, so it's coming right at the end, or right at the... Uh, basically, right after Star Wars episode, a uh, new one comes out. So <laughs> it makes me think that it's going to have something to do with that one. Yeah. Daisy really is Ray getting her own? She getting her own spinoff series? That's what this one feels like. Because like this is her own series already. Because I'm there for it. It may be a John Boyega. I ain't trying to see that. Or who's the new black girl they added to I this one? Know. It's going to be about her. It's there got to be some sort of love triangle between him and uh, the Asian girl. Or it could be a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Poe, a Star Wars story. You can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> you thought we wasn't seeing Solo. Yeah, you could almost for a fact. I think it's Poe, a Star Wars story. I don't even know if that would be watched on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather hear, yeah, we making the Mandalorian into a movie already. Because <laughs> he is very talkative and he is way more caring than uh, Boba Fett ever seemed like he was. Yeah. <laughs> And his weaponry is also way better than Boba Fett's. <laughs> and his fighting skills are more better. So I don't ever want to see a Boba Fett movie yeah. now. Unless it's Michael B. under the uh -huh. helmet. <laughs> but I want to see a Mandalorian movie. I'm just watching that like... John Favreau really is a good filmmaker. He's great. I, mean, I might not he love... everything. I might not love The Lion King and The Jungle Book. But those are some nice pieces of work when you look at it. Uh -huh. but storytelling. He knows how to take something good and make it kind of family friendly. Yep. He, Chef was rated R and he made that movie somehow family friendly. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's a great movie. Mm -hmm. But um, so I honestly have no clue what Star Wars movie this is going to be. Maybe Baby Yoda movie. <laughs> or, That'd be wild. Or Yoda's where it's just Yoda and Baby Yoda. It could be a Samuel Mace Windu movie. Ain't nobody trying to see that. <laughs> have uh, Jesse T. Usher play the young oh version. Oh my gosh. They are. They got away with it with Shaft because that movie was funny. <laughs> I mean, people didn't see it, but it was still funny. Yeah, I didn't see it. All right, moving on to the news that shocked the world and shocked my system for a hot second. The Joker sequel was apparently... Oh, yeah, I was like, huh? <laughs> already good to go. And there was word also that uh, Todd Phillips said... I want access to all the DC comic villains. He was about to make some <laughs> wild stuff. He's like, I want to do origin stories for all of them. <laughs> and DC was like, or Warner was like, nah, we'll let you do like one of them. And so he was about to do an origin story for uh, another Batman villain all while doing a Joker sequel. Then it was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, pump the brakes. <laughs> he was like, I ain't never meet with them <laughs> about th those origin stories. And there ain't no truth about the sequel. The only truth is, while Joaquin and I have talked about it, and while we're touring around the world with Warner Brothers executives going to Toronto and Venice and other places, humble brag, of course we're <laughs> sitting at dinner and they're saying, so have you thought about it, question mark, but talking about contracts, there's no contract for us to even write a sequel, we've never been we've never approached Joaquin to, to be in a sequel, will that happen, question mark, again, I just think the article was anticipatory at best, so basically he's saying, no, and also before that, he was talking about how him and Bradley Cooper have their production company together. They literally take one movie at a time. They don't have all these uh, 40 movies on the docket ready to go. They just do one, uh, then they move on to the next one, do it, and just keep it at that, which I think is dope, so they can really just focus on one thing. And um, I thought he also had another cool quote where he was like, I, I made a, a huge comedy 
or he's saying um basically staying in one like similar direction is not his thing he's like first of all if you know me in my career that's not my style i made a huge comedy at warner brothers the hangover and i didn't suddenly become a comedy factory producer like oh let's just churn out movies bradley cooper and i have a production company at warner i've been at warner for 15 16 years we have two things in development at all times sorry i said one earlier not 40 (laughs) things like some people i'm not the kind of guy who goes in marching and saying i want these 40 titles i don't have that energy so that's him talking about all those origin stories so um yeah, so with all that being said, are you happy that we aren't officially getting a Joker movie or was you giddy when you thought there was going to be another uh, another story with the clown prince of crime or whatever <laughs> y'all want to call him about to hit the, the, uh, the silver screen again? I like that movie a lot, and I want to see Joaquin Phoenix play him more, but at the same time, I do want to keep it as just one movie. So I was conflicted. Obviously, I would take it, but it's also okay if they just leave it be as this one story. Yeah. Now, the other movies, I don't want those. I don't need a solo penguin movie. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't need it, but some of them, I see them. I mean, I don't I expect- definitely probably see them. I don't expect them to be good. Like, now, you if you reach them, when you start doing a solo Riddler, yeah. uh, a penguin I can see that one being decent, but it wouldn't have that same like Joker effect, like yeah. the 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 way they brought the this character back into the world of you know this is a Joker movie. I thought was the dope part about it. If you try to bring that character, like okay, you have this character who's doing this, this, that, and the third, and then you bring it back to the end where he, you know, you remind you remind the audience that yes, this is a Penguin movie. I don't think it would have the same effect, but whatever. But I would be more inclined to see him do one different story one other like the origin story for a villain i don't want it because i feel like that's what we're i already felt like that's what we're going to get based off the success of joker because there's no way you have this movie that made a billion dollars and some sort of sequel spinoff something from this movie branching off there's no way that's not gonna happen um but i definitely do not want to see a sequel i would see it and it would be cool to see if Joaquin Phoenix could hit it out the park again and have maybe a similar effect that he had with the Joker. But when things are great, this is just certain things I don't want another of because I think yeah. it takes away from the greatness. Like Eminem is my favorite artist, but I don't listen to his music as frequently as I might listen to somebody else's just because I know it's great. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to like run it to the ground because when I go back and say listen to like the the Marshall Mathers LP that I don't make on my phone. <laughs> but when it's time to go back and listen to, it, I know where to find it. Mm-hmm. I not I have it, so I know where to get it from. But I don't want to, you know, I just don't want to take away from the effect. My favorite movie, uh, some of my favorite movies like Enemy, The Departed, Wolf of Wall Street. Some of those like I watch over and over again. But then there's just some of them that I feel like if I watch it over and over again, I'm not like you know, taken away from its greatness, but I'm not doing it justice by overdoing it. So I think that's the same with some of these great performances and these great movies. It's just better if they're just one-offs. It doesn't have any uh, possibility of tainting what was already done. You just leave it be and then let that people, whoever done, you know, who worked on the movie, whatever, let them go do something else great to help you remind you of the greatness that they have, but it doesn't affect the, the greatness that they put forth with this one movie. But like I said, money talks, no Chris Tuck, so. <sighs> so. That truly sounded like a Cassidy line. 
Okay, and Cassie's getting a whole grip for battles. Mm, so, he's doing terribly and getting booed in his own city. <laughs> but he's still walking away with a mansion around his neck. So, <laughs> I mean, And his doghouse got a doghouse in the backyard. He sucks. <laughs> uh, what do you say? Uh, something on you. Nate Rob. <laughs> Nate Rob. You, you really, really sleep like. Uh, what did he say? A narcoleptic on sleeping pills? <laughs> You'll be sleep for real. He is whack. <laughs> that right is whack. Is the worst line I have ever heard. <laughs> like a narcoleptic on sleeping pills. You're going to be sleep for real. <laughs> the way he delivered it. Yeah, he has no be, delivery. You're going to be sleep for real. <laughs> Computer, don't tell me I don't have enough memory to keep this page open. Kind <laughs> of messes that. All right, keeping it pushing like a crow cart. Like Lamar's class. Oh, my gosh. Wes Craven's estate is actively taking pitches for a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, man. And who stepped up to the plate? The guy who directed Dr. Sleep. I don't know what his pitch was, but <laughs> who do you think should uh, grab the reins of Nightmare on Elm Street? A, Jordan Peele. Okay. B, James Wan. C, Gentleman who directed it too. Blanking on his name. It might very well be that Mike Flanagan guy or whatever his name is that directed Dr. Sleep. Can't quite say. Um, four or D? One of those. A, B, C, and four. Jason Plum. Or five. Ryan Coogler. Okay, I don't want Ryan Coogler directing me because okay. that would be very odd, and I don't want to see Michael B. playing Freddy Krueger. Why? Is it because you can't imagine uh, Michael B. looking like Freddy? You're like, all oh, that makeup on, it still look like Mike B. <laughs> For you, it wouldn't be scary because Michael B. in your dreams, that's every <laughs> night. <laughs> so that wouldn't even be a horror film. Oh, my God. Um, I think I would go Jordan Poole because I think that would be very interesting to see him take on a character that's already established. And he could put it like Daniel Kaluuya as a <laughs> Freddy, have somebody else black be the damsel in distress. <laughs> So Lupita. I mean, if they don't want to, Lupita can play uh, Freddy. They can do a gender swap. All right. So okay, if you had, well, mind you, even though Jordan Peele said he don't want to do, yeah, he ain't uh, movies that have already been done before. He's doing this one. So you got <laughs> Jordan Peele directing it. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya as Freddy. Okay. Is he gonna wear the uh, the Kooji sweater or if they it is Daniel legit gonna be a Kooji? <laughs> that would be so racist Are them fat farm sweaters with fat Albert on them <laughs> He gonna rock one of those Is he gonna have a fedora <laughs> He gonna have a player Player fedora <laughs> He gonna have a feather in it And this is It is his uh, Hands They gonna be gold I think, they, he... I think they're just gonna be long fingernails Okay <laughs> Alright now okay Now you gotta cast the group of friends So you said the main girl Is gonna be Gotta kind of go young. No, no, cheesy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anytime uh. I go young actors or actresses, I always immediately go to Kiersey Clemens. All right, um, now can she carry a movie? I meant to watch that uh, <laughs> uh, Blumhouse movie she did. 
Well, it worry. Yeah, I, I, I finally was able to download it. Yeah, I can, she could be a side, but well, I don't know yeah, about see. the. I feel like I got to be a white guy in there, Aaron Taylor Johnson. So we got Kiersey, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Well, now I'm gonna finish off with blacks. Is is Aaron Taylor Johnson her boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> He's the boyfriend lead. All right. So, uh, so I need four other friends. We're killing off five people in this movie. Jesse T. Usher. <laughs> All right. So Jesse T. Usher is the. Right, so I got Kiersey, Aaron Tay, Jesse T. Usher. My All these people were in high school. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, we got to get a musician because, you know, they like to do that. So we're going to go the baby. <laughs> So we got Kiersey, right. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Jesse T. Usher, the baby. So we making these movies for the kids. <laughs> oh, let's see. We need two more. So we need. I'm gonna go with a black girl. I want to say like Lizzo. So we got Kiersey, Aaron Taylor, the baby, Lizzo, Jesse T. Usher. I want to go Aquafina. Oh my god, <laughs> this movie is wild. <laughs> Uh, let's see One more Let's see Let's do What kind of race We got some mix I want to hear No music that is coming From this set This soundtrack will be fire The <laughs> baby and Lizzo And Aquafina Are in the booth together Lud I mean The baby beat out Trey songs for this role So Thank you I'd rather hear the baby Than Trey songs But still um, One more Let's go with 13 reasons why all right, so Catherine Langford, I ain't gonna lie, this cast all over the place. Who is the, who is the mom to the uh, to Kiersey Clemens' character? Don't say Patricia uh, Rashad. Patricia Rashad. <laughs> that's, that's what's her name's. That's what's her name's mom. Yeah, so she got hundred and two. <laughs> Felicia Rashad. Don't uh, say Felicia Rashad. Nah, cause she a hundred. Cause if yeah, let's say if Kiersey, So we gonna go with Patricia. <laughs> we gonna go with Tracy Ellis Ross. Like I said, <laughs> dang, that made me want to redo the cast with Yara Shahidi. But <laughs> she might be on current. Nah, she did that one movie with that one dude from yeah. Riverdale, <laughs> and ain't nobody see that movie either. <laughs> So we're gonna keep the same cast. It's gonna be Tracy Ellis Ross's Kiersey's mom. All right. So I just want you to know that the Catherine Langford's the killer. Um, I didn't know this was Scream. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know what movie we're making anymore. It's a big twist. They so. think Freddie's doing it, but Freddie's not doing it. Freddie's a figment of Kiersey's imagination. Catherine Langford's doing it. So she's really the one stabbing everybody, but she's making them think it's Fred. Mm-hmm. Is, does he go by Freddy Krueger or is it Fred? <laughs> I mean, depends on if you're close with him. Some just call him Krueger. Right? Uh, FK. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, this movie a little wild, but. <laughs> it's a good movie. Ain't Twist no, and turns. It ain't no thornberries, though. You just, I said a little wild. Hey, Lil Wild Thornberries. I'm surprised that's not one of these rappers' <laughs> yeah. name, Lil Wild Thornberry. Nah, he, he'd be somebody I listen to. <laughs> you still stay on like Lil Nas X. Hey, I don't listen. I haven't listened to his EP, and I refuse. Why not? It's Grammy nominated. I don't know why, and I definitely don't know why Panini is nominated. That song sucks. Yeah, that video stinks. The song Ooh, sucks. Man. Grammys just—they had limited options. This yeah. Year. <laughs> 
All right, keeping it pushed like crow cart. Like Lamaze class. Um, we got some DC updates. Um, what's it called? It's looking like the uh, cameras are finally about to get rolling on the movie we spoke about a little bit earlier. Flash. Supposed to begin shooting in 2021, but a lot of things could change. And it will. And Andy Machete. From It. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) Chapter 2. So, yeah, 2021, he's directing. Who pinned in that script? Christina uh, Hodson. And Ezra Miller. I don't see no. See, I think they quietly took Ezzy off because I ain't seeing his credits here. Um, Ezzy. Hodson will also craft Batgirl. Who which was previously supposed to be pinned by Joss Whedon? They still making a Batgirl movie when there's a classic Batgirl show. Okay, I mean Batwoman. No, so it's two different things. Wait, is it called Batwoman? I think the show's called Batwoman. Batwoman or Batgirl? I don't know. I I went through this before where I couldn't think of <laughs> yeah, what it was bat, called. The Batwoman just don't roll off the tongue like Batgirl. Yeah, so maybe it's Batgirl. Mm, but yeah, it, they had to drop Joss Whedon because they wasn't messing with his pen. Like his pen wasn't scaring people yeah. enough, so they didn't want him. They didn't want him doing the movie, and he said he couldn't come up with a good idea for it. Anyways, you still got the horror uh, spinoff of Aquaman called The Trench <laughs> that's still being worked. I on. forgot all about that. <laughs> nah, I ain't feeling that. <laughs> uh, then you got Aquaman with the cameras rolling for that 2021. Don't forget about Green Lantern Corps. They still try to oh make my that gosh, movie with Tom Cruise. <laughs> But Tom Cruise didn't want to do it because they had him dying in the movies. He's like, I can't die. I ain't Michael B. Um, Geoff Jones or Jeff Jones, whatever his name is, he turned in the script of that at the end of the year, and hopefully they can present it to either J.J. Abrams or Greg Berlanti to direct, or they might just mess around and turn it to a TV series. Um, then you got people trying to figure out a path for Superman. You still got Henry Cavill if they want to bring him back. And then of course we already spoke about Michael B. He went in and pitched his little idea for Bat or for Batman, but his thing is he don't want to commit to the project for the long term because he already got a jam-packed schedule and they wouldn't be able to shoot the movie to about 2023 or it wouldn't be able to hit theaters to about 2023 and I don't know if they try and wait that long. Uh what else? Uh, they are really toying with the idea to have more Batman villain spinoffs to the point where they might have a scene set in Batman with a uh, an Arkham Asylum, and and they're gonna write or whoever's cast as his characters give them a bunch of contract options. So if everything goes according to plan, they can throw some sequels and some standalone spinoffs out there. So they just keeping their options open. This also might be in Birds of Prey as well, a movie that I know I know the world don't forgot about. Um. And then, yeah, the guy who is now head of DC, what is his name, uh, Walter Hamada, has taken on a Kevin Feige type of role, and that's what they're saying has led to the resurgence in DC, i.e. Joker, uh, i.e. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all that stuff. And they're really going to uh, delve a little bit deeper into R-rated films, Bird of a Prey being the first to step up to the plate. So that movie will most likely be Baseball. R-rated, but more of a humorous R rating. And then Suicide Squad is also looking to hit those R-rating heights, but I guess we're going to see like glasses. So, yeah, so does all this Batman nonsense, or not Batman, does all this DC nonsense, does it get you uh, more giddy about what's to come, or do you see this hitting... Uh, rock bottom all no, over. No, Dwayne here. Johnson. Uh, rock I can see, bottom. I can see it hit. That was his signature move. No, I thought you was talking about like. Oh my gosh! Oh my. Yeah, you <laughs> you the only one thinking about his no. tuchus. 
Took it. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't get excited about nothing, DC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I just don't like the What? Who is. I ain't going to say this. <laughs> I just. just... Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, all this, all this to me is just talk until we actually see some action. But you know, we'll see. Right now, again, their best movie of all time in this in this era is Joker. So, and that has nothing to do with any of the movies. <laughs> it's just it's on its own. So we gonna see like glasses. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> uh, all right, keeping it pushing like a crow. Lamar's class. Saying that, I mean, they keep it pushing. Uh, but do you have anything? Else? Oh my gosh, <laughs> anything else you want to touch on before we move over to the weekly G? I think we already talked about that uh, stage play with the Michael Jackson glove, so there ain't nothing else that needs to be yes. touched on. All right, well, I got a uh, <laughs> I got somebody I want to nominate for the weekly G. Lee, do you got anybody you want to throw out there? Nah. All right, well, I am going to nominate your girl, Elizabeth Banks, for her not my girl, her nonsense comments about Charlie's Angels and why no one saw it. So basically, she uh, I can pull it up like a dipe. Uh, Did you see that new movie she's uh, directing? I didn't know she was just going to be allowed to get another movie right after yeah, a like, bomb. They must have saw it. it. Was like this ain't your fault. We believe what you said about why nobody saw it. <laughs> Invisible Woman and No, not the one from Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's pretty weird. So it's coming after right after the Invisible Man, of course. Man always got to go first. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks tweeted, uh, well, if you're going to flop, make sure your name is on it at least four times. Humble brag. Because she wrote, directed, produced, and acted in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's cocky. I'm proud of Charlie's Angels and Happiest in the World. And then in an interview when she was asked about the box office challenges and um, she was hoping people would go see it. She was like, look, people have to buy tickets to this movie, too. This movie has to make money. If this movie doesn't make money, it reinforces a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go see women do action movies. So before the movie even comes out, she's already copping, please. <laughs> and then she uh, shouldn't have did it then. <laughs> if she knows men don't go see him. When people started saying, what about Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel? She yeah. was like. And she was like, those movies belong to a male genre. She's like, they'll go see, they'll go and see a comic book movie with Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel because that's a male genre. So even if those movies are about women, they put them in the context of feeding the larger comic book world. So it's all about, yes, you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, but we're setting up three other characters or we're setting up Justice League. And then when somebody responded with, um, it was too soon for a Charlie's Angels reboot, she was like, you had 37 Spider-Man movies. I hate <laughs> When people say that <laughs> And you're not complaining I think women are allowed To have one or two Action franchises Every 17 years I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I totally feel fine With that So then people were um, Responding to What she was saying um, Your boy Nolan Dean Rainbow Parentheses He him And they them On Twitter said Superheroes aren't A male genre I love you Eliz- Elizabeth Banks You see that list I put in there <laughs> <laughs> I 
Elizabeth Banks. But that's completely erasing the amount of female, non-binary, and non-gender conforming fans of these heroes that have given us a bright place to escape to when the world hates us. It doesn't belong to cis white males. Sassy take from Nolan. Yeah, this might be one of our most racist, offensive episodes in a while. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> I'm keeping it clean. Like, like two showers. Like two showers? Like two showers? <laughs> <laughs> Not one, but two? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. And then Zach, who I think it's short for Zakaya. Uh, I thought it was short for Efron. <laughs> nah, Zach Efron ain't jumping the comments. Uh, she <laughs> said Elizabeth Banks does uh, Elizabeth Banks does not know what that woman did not want to see her Charlie's Angels movie either, right? I get it. Hollywood in the world literally is frustrating and sexist as heck, but she should just face facts. As tough it is, as tough as it is, her movie just didn't look appealing to people. That's a fact. And then yeah, it didn't. <laughs> Wrong cast. Didn't look sweet. Margaret said, Elizabeth Banks is so talented, but she is saying such idiotic things. <laughs> Charlie's Angels will flop, not because men don't want to see it, but because the marketing is so bleeping atrocious, nobody wants to see it. Again, that's a fact. But then others defended Elizabeth, saying, Elizabeth Banks did not lie, but no one is ready or will ever be ready for that conversation. Talk to him, sis. Yeah. And then Lana Del Rey called me baby, said... Elizabeth Banks didn't lie when she classified these films as male genre because none of these had a fully female-driven cast, whereas Charlie's Angels has that. It was more about female friendships and women at work without necessarily having any superpowers. <sighs> mm. Hot take. And then somebody else said, movie bombs, Elizabeth Banks says. Men don't like to watch female-led movies. <laughs> Them say, OMG, you're just making excuses for them bleeping movies. Movie bombs again. Famous director says, MCU movies ruin cinema and Disney forces Star Wars everywhere. Them, the gods have spoken. Me, training day meme. So I Didn't know. her movie, Pitch Perfect, do very well? To the yes. point it was three of them? And yes. that's all women. Yes. Anna but, Kendrick at that. But I think hers, the one that she directed... Was the yeah? It was the least. Was the second one? I think. Was it the who directed the third one? Michael Cho. I'm done. What is that movie on, or that show on ABC, Fox, Housewives, American Housewives? Oh, what a Eastbound and Down lady. Maybe, but whatever, <laughs> whatever that show is. That show is pretty funny. <laughs> the first one was directed by Jason Moore. Okay. Don't know the that second is. one was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Okay, and that was the most successful one. Yep. So what she you crying needs to about? Be quiet. Hey, see, just because just because one movie flops that nobody <laughs> wanted to see, now he just got to start ju uh, jumping in the men don't like to watch women bag. Like that ain't true. Yeah, I ain't running out to watch the the, the latest WNBA game. The you, latest. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell me who won the WNBA finals, and I wouldn't be able to say if you were wrong or right or not because I'm not 100% sure. I definitely don't know. I don't know who's the best women basketball player in college, even though I know she plays at Oregon. I just can't pronounce her name. <laughs> she had a couple triple doubles the other day. Tripped up. But no one, it just come down to nobody wanted to see a movie because it was whack. <laughs> it just didn't look good. 
Now, if you would have had like a like an Emma Stone in it or what, like a Emma, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, if they, could, if they had the budget to do Emma Stone, Jennifer Lawrence, and we need T- a color. Tessa Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That movie would have been fire. <laughs> everybody was seeing it. But ain't nobody was rushing out to see a, uh, a franchise that we really wasn't like, you know. Asking for another one for with it. Kristen Stewart, yeah, Naomi Scott, and other girl, African American <laughs> British lady. We wasn't asking. That's for that. about six five. <laughs> them red carpet pictures look nuts. I am. She is so much taller than them. I am surprised that people wasn't out there seeing it because of your boy uh, Noah Sarantino. Oh yeah, or whatever his name is from the the girls love them some Noah. The girls on you love them some okay, Noah Sarantino. Now we over here lying, but all right. You over here lying like King. Simba. See, yours is so whack. Yours is easy. Lion like King. I get straight to the point. No decimal. Gary Payton. So he's a point guard. Straight to the point. Gary Payton. He don't play shooting guard at all. He don't play small forward. He gets straight to the point. See, you you never get straight to the point. You never have four fingers pointing back at you. I don't even get it. <laughs> I swear I'm too good for my own shoes. Huh? It's a, it's a turn of phrase. No, it's not. It's <laughs> too good for my own shoes. Because yes. <laughs> you should never be too good for your own shoes. They're your shoes. Okay. I just don't even understand. <laughs> How long have we been recording? I have no clue. So since the commercial break, we've been recording for about an hour and two minutes. So I know Prior to that, that, we had another hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we're going to have to combine these in the editing process because I don't know if I didn't hit pause or if I just hit stop. The fusion dance. I was back on when you said combine. Um, all right, so that's uh, way back there. We ain't going like all Stephen the way. Stephen A. Ba- Smith's hairline. We ain't going so, all the way back. Like Stephen A. Smith's hairline. So again, Elizabeth Banks, you are uh, getting the weekly Geely for this week because. You just need to go sit in the corner and just take Oops. the take the L. Like, don't start copping pleas about men, women, and uh, babies. Yeah, babies and lions. You just gotta. <laughs> a broken instrument. So you just gotta take the L. You just gotta take the L, and you gotta take the L. Right? We all take L someday. Like you said, at least you directed, produced, wrote, and acted in the John. See, that's why she mad. Cause she, she did the same lot. thing with Pitch Perfect too. Technically, and she, she directed, won. co-wrote, co-wrote, I think, was in it and produced it and won. So she was cool. But yeah, when you Charlie's do all these angels flops, you do all that work and no one likes or sees your movie. That kind, that does kind of hurt. Yeah, that really does. <laughs> that does feel crazy. Yeah, like ah. just keep, keep that pain to yourself and your therapist. Yeah, write that in your journal <laughs> and then rip it up. Uh, but all right, so I think it's time to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show, and we got a couple of movies to resolve. First, let me pull them up. All right, so we got Charlie's Angels, uh, Speak of the Dev, and Frozen 2. Now, if y'all forgot... You're beating me 32 to 25. Yes, I got a body. But I'm trying to make a comeback. It's almost over. I got a month to, yeah, it's time to, throw to 50, run away with this. 50 movies a week. <laughs> but all right, so the first movie is Charlie's Angels, which is no longer in the top 10. So let me just go searching for it on Rotten Tomatoes. Make it Barley's Angels. 
really making it tough on a breath. Okay, I guess I really do got to type it in. Charlie's <laughs> Angels. You would have thought the uh, the soundtrack by none other than Ariana Grande. Yeah, you thought that would have got people in the seats. So right now that is sitting at a nice 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I gave it a 43%. Okay, I'm worried about what I gave it. <laughs> you gave it a 42%. Okay, that sucks. Barely giving me the dub there. <laughs> so now I'm, I got 26. And now on to Frozen 2, which is sitting at a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Mm, that's not very high. You gave it a... 120, I think. Close. <laughs> a 93%. Yikes, I thought it was going to be good. <laughs> I gave it a... 89% <sighs> giving me the dub there. So I'm pulling a little bit closer, like a tough game of tug of war. So now we got two movies for this week. No soft punch. Excuse me. <laughs> you said what? Sorry. Say that. Hold the setup with the punch. We talking about? <sighs> That's how you know it's whack. I know what I said was probably good. I just don't remember. Yeah. I had so many bars in my head. All right. So this week, first up, we got Jumanji, the next Lev. What are you giving (laughs) Jumanji, the next Lev? 67. First thing that comes to my mind. All right. That's not a bad one. I'm going to do some research on this because I'm getting close. So, But no cigar. Start making educated guesses. I feel like the last one was probably around 60-something, if I'm not mistaken. What was the other one called? Jumanji, the second round. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> yep, and that was at a 76%. So 67 ain't bad. There ain't no way this movie better. How low do I want to go? Like limbo. How low can you go? You know what? I'm going to go 70. So I'm going to go 70% for Jumanji, the next level. You went with 67 mm. And now here's a toughie, Black Christmas, which is rated PG-13, I might add. 33%. (laughs) Literally, as you said that, I wrote 33%. (laughs) So should I go low or go high as if my name is Michelle Obama? 32 or 34%. (laughs) <laughs> Which is the one, one I'm about to go with Ain't, ain't no way this movie's like a 40 something I'm gonna go with 32 I feel like I should go with 34 Hoping for the best 32 just a little low <laughs> 33 is like right there But 32 <laughs> just seemed a little wild Alright so for Jumanji the next level I gave it a 70 You gave it a 67 for Black Christmas, I went with 32. You went with 33. So we are going to see once those movies come out here in the next couple weeks. Uh, but we got like Blu-rays or something next. I forgot to pull them up. Like. We're going to skip Blu-rays for this week. Because <laughs> it, it takes me entirely too long finding these. All right. Well, then we can discuss the Blu-rays I just bought. <laughs> <laughs> Just give people a little insight of what I did on Black Friday shopping for myself on Cyber Monday. I bought myself some uh, 
some uh, workout stuff, but I bought. Wow, brother can't even see what he bought on, bought on Amazon. So I basically I went down my list, looked at the movies that was under five bucks or six dollars technically, and bought them. So I bought the Fate of the Furious. Mm-hmm. That's a must own. Got to get the Fast and Furious movies. I.e., Vin Diesel also just said. They just wrapped production on the newest Fast and the Furious, and it was the longest, most grueling shoot of any Fast and the Furious movie. I'm hoping that's a good thing. Yeah, so that just sounds like it's going to be even more over the top than the other ones, if that's even possible. (laughs) Also bought Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's another must-own. Bought Spectre. That's the one I forgot. Um, (laughs) That wasn't the best James Bond movie, but visually it looked cool, and I still need to watch it before the new one comes out, so might as well buy it. (laughs) And then... (laughs) Been wanting to get this one. Meant to get it before the new one came out this year, but I didn't. Bought it on Blu-ray as well. That is a, a high except as a gift, low my song. I'm a big uh, Pennywise fan, i.e. I bought the costume for oh, her, yeah. <laughs> uh, for Halloween, and I bought me a nice little Pennywise action figure collectible. Bought Mission Impossible Fallout. That's probably the best Mission Impossible movie of all time, so that's a must-own. And then to top it all off, like sprinkles on some ice cream, I got three oh Bill Burr's. <laughs> you can just talk regular. You don't have to say all those garbage bars. I didn't say anything but the norm. I bought three uh, billboards outside no of Ebbing, Osborne. Missouri. That's a, a very great movie. I would say it's underrated because people do kind of forget about it sometimes, but it's a classic. What's her name? Uh, Florence Montgomery. Is that her name? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Whatever her name is in that movie, <laughs> gave one of the best performances in years in that John, and it's uh, pretty funny. So definitely go check it out if you have not. And those are the Blu-rays that I bought on Black Friday. So now it's Cyber Monday, and I bought no movies. <laughs> I'm gonna just go ahead and take a look at some sites. Well, um, even though I I feel more sleepy than anything, it's uh, it's pretty late, but. Next. End of the show, I guess. All right, well, <laughs> I know what that means. Again, it's been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. It is I, Leo Archibald, also known by nobody as Leo the Average. Um, you can call me Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens. From the new year, I might just go by my middle name. New year, new me is what they always say. Start over. I'm getting more, uh, getting more brolicky, so I got to have a more... Uh, Brolicky name, <laughs> uh, but you can still call me Nady Hodges, um, Nady Snell Jr., Names Washington. I mean, you can even call me Neonte Johnson. You might even go real low and call me Neon Kane. You can start calling me Nate J. Watt. You can just start calling me Nate and Five. That's who he is right now. Or you can even switch. No Will Smith. And you can call me um, <laughs> Naylon Hurts. You can call me Nady Lamb. You can call me, um, what are we, six right now? We're going to be six once the, the stuff comes out on Tuesday. Or you can switch again. No Will Smith. And you can call me LeBron James. You can call me Nathany Davis. You can call me Natavius Caldwell Pope. You can call me Najan Rondo. You can call uh. me Navelle McGee. 
You can call me Nady Green. I'm sleeping on this. You can call like me mattress. Now Kuzma. You can call me Quinn Nate. Oh my <laughs> yeah, it's my turn. Sweet ladies, Joaquin Pennysworth, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just calling. Receive me. I don't know why I seem, I'm just now noticing how funny as we sing that every episode. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. Gotta show love to the one and only uh-huh. Black Tie. Yep. Yeah. No affair. Oh my gosh. I got him all day, so it doesn't really matter. But I don't. I don't want to hear a single more bar. So it's the end of the year. We said if nobody else is being put on this list. Then Wizard Day was getting thrown in this whack starting five. That I forgot all about the this, as you call it, the suck list. <laughs> no, but right now, only if I'm not mistaken, Gerard Butler is on this list, and I'm, Chloe Grace Moretz. Was she about to get put on it? Yeah, she was supposed to be added. Wait, we d- no, we didn't add nobody. But she's had a stinky ear. All right, so uh, Gerard Butler sucks. Chloe Grace Moretz sucks. I miss the days when it was Ansel and Jai Courtney and, and Taylor Kish and Nina Dobrev and Chingy and <laughs> Romney Malko and Alex some, Rowe and Nat Wolf. Those were some good days. Those were the good old days. Shout out to Ansel. He, the biggest comeback of 2017. Maybe, but he stalled like a car that ain't moving anymore. Yeah, so. he had November criminals. He had the <laughs> one where he went on the date with uh, Finn Wolfhard or whatever his name is. <laughs> Wait, what? Remember they was on the red carpet? <laughs> oh. <and> he was <laughs> oh, they did some movie together that I didn't hear about. I'll be like, where was I at? <laughs> or where uh, was it at? Like, hmm. where's Penny? Find Pennywise. <laughs> I'm about done. All right, I can't, I can't take a single more of your whack bars. I got none of the drinks I like. Said <laughs> 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 that line after two different setups. Okay, that's that. That's called versatility. That's how a real bars you that's can have different whack. setups with the same punch or same setup with a different punch. Like this party got Hawaiian and a different punch. <laughs> Plug of the headphones. I am finished. Let's have to hit this off with a yes, not a yeah, a yes, because that was just that was mind boggling. Oh man, 